0: Hey, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we go over performers' worst nightmares bombing on stage. I'm your host,
1: Megan Bush. And I'm your other host, Lauren Hutton. And with us this week, it's Wayne Mammoth. Tell us all about yourself, Wayne. Hey, I'm Wayne. I run Bob's Way Comedy and a new comedy in Cincinnati. That was Very short and sweet. sweet. Yeah, Did you I want like more? That. I mean, yeah, what I mean, do you I have think,
0: more? We no. You just spent like an hour plus hear.
2: <laughs> right. I think they're going he- like, to hear... hear. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I'm a local Cincinnati community. I've been doing it for like 12 years. Um, I have been doing it longer than I have, uh, than I should admit. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
0: let's let's not spoil anything. I think you guys got enough. Just so
1: we make sure people can find Bombs Away stuff. What's your website? BombsAwayComedy.com Hell yeah. Here we go. Enjoy the episode.
2: Yeah. I've just been getting, we've had a switch for about two years now. And I've really recently just been getting into it. What are you playing? What do you got?
1: Yes, of course. Of
2: course. I'm getting good. I'm practicing. You're actually like you, you work on your maneuvers. I'm playing on like, like stocks. Like I play, like they play in the tournaments. So I just play, I just go random battlefield, random dude opponent and i just like keep playing to get the timing down on stuff who's your guy who's your main captain dude? falcon hell yeah <laughs> every time
0: <laughs> every
2: right. fucking so time good i like mr
0: game and watch he's got the octopus super. What? that's such <laughs> a yeah. that's such
2: a that's like a jiggly a jiggly puff i'm good with jiggly <laughs> yeah
0: puff.
1: man that's a spammer like <laughs> mr game and watch
0: that's he, he's <laughs> he has some finesse to him he does. So he's got finesse? some Flipping burgers and bacon moves. I mean,
2: all the characters that are good watching some YouTube videos are just people that just juggle them. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Yeah,
0: once you... I haven't been able to do it, but once you get... I, somebody gets me into the air. I can't stop it. Yeah, Yeah, it's really hard. There's
1: nothing you can do, but that's like, I mean, juggling is like a whole thing. Like once you start juggling, you can't stop. Right. And then that's not just video games. Like regular ass sand balls. Once you start juggling, I juggle bro. I juggle Um, I got got every now and again. That does not surprise me that you juggle.
2: Thanks. I guess it really doesn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you look like a circus clown. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. saying, like,
2: you're into interesting stuff. And it's like, yeah, you. if you were like, yeah, I got to, like, give you seven things and I'll just juggle them right now. I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a compliment. Yeah, for I sh- sure.
0: I should mention my day the other day um, because you sent me a very thoughtful message. And I oh, woke yeah. up, I went to a baby shower and there were some <laughs> ultrasound pictures and there was a really cool fetish throwing up, like, gang signs. I'm like, this could be an album cover.
1: You know, when you just come mm-hmm. across a cool fetus? Yeah, when you're
0: wandering around <laughs> yeah. in Dang, the world. Dang, that's a sweet-ass fetus. <laughs> yeah. Sweetest. So I threw him up on the Instagram, Sweetest. didn't think about it, and I got, Dude. like, five messages being like, congrats, bro! Yeah, life happens. <laughs> on this third yeah. trimester, I was like, what? Baby. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, what the fuck? Where's this cover? But it was, like, on the heels of Cal posting pictures right. of his yeah. son, and not just one, like, multiple pictures. So it's like, I didn't he see the pictures. The for that I Right.
0: Think it's springtime. Yeah, man. That Bambi, is the syndrome. Time
2: Bambi
1: syndrome. Bambi syndrome. Bambi <laughs> syndrome. Everybody's out there just wanting to make some wobbly legged little
2: offspring. Getting
0: motherfucking Twitter painted. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: That's the album name of that fucking cover with the fetus. That's motherfucking so Twitter painted bitch.
1: <laughs> oh my God,
2: dude. That's awesome.
1: What what exactly like what what runs through your head whenever a comic posts like life events? Do you immediately take it at face value, or does it go through the is this a bit filter?
2: Uh, depends on the person. If there's someone that like regularly just posts life events, but if it's like out of nowhere, right? Yeah, it, it takes me a second, but I like to lend toward real. I always tend to yeah. like believe it's real. Yeah, benefit. That's of why balance. I love comedy because it's like I want to. I I don't like to sit there and be like was it really the other day? Like, <laughs> <is> it, like,
3: <laughs> like
2: that's... It's like watching magic and trying to figure out the tricks. It's like, yeah, I, I, I it like ruins to, it. Like, yeah, no, it ruins it. Yeah, yeah. dude. I'd rather be really like, oh, you got guy. me with that fetus picture or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Which
0: wasn't at all the attention. Right. Attention. No, of course yeah. not.
2: But I was just like,
1: well, happy accidents, you know, just like the picture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my sister texted me like, what the fuck? And she seemed <laughs> less supportive than what
2: Wayne sent
0: <laughs> a month ago.
2: <laughs> dude, I sent I put out a Courtney and I had been dating for like five years. Yeah. And I just posted a picture of a hand with a ring. And I literally Googled hand and ring in the first one <laughs> in case anyone wanted to check me on it. I didn't dig. I just picked the first one. Did not look like either of mine or Courtney's hands. Not that people know hands. No one like. Yeah, right. Right. Unless you have like weird hands, then everybody knows your hands. Yeah. But, Y'all have uh, very average Manila scary hands. scary
0: movie guy. We know his yeah, hands. Yeah,
2: everybody knows that hand. And yeah. then I went and watched a movie 500 comments later. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you put that on the internet and then you put it. Ghosted. You, yeah, you just. <laughs> just ghosted. Deal, just let them Deal hang. with that, Facebook. <laughs> have fun. Oh, the algorithm's gonna fucking freak out on this. Dude, and I'm in airplane mode in the movie theater. Like I don't care if someone's dying. Dude, twenty five years ago I didn't have a cell phone when I watched movies. I'm not it doesn't matter now. That's true. Someone's dying, they're dead. I mean, yeah. They shouldn't call me, call nine one one.
1: You're not an EMT?
2: No. Just to get that out there. (laughs) No, no, it's not like you're denying. I don't have a particularly fast car and I'm not a great (laughs) driver. So
0: be way down. on Right, goals. right. <laughs> you should call
1: a lot more people before you Don't call me. Don't ruin my fucking Spider-Man experience. I'm
0: watching experience. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you show up to a medical emergency and you've got like Starbucks. I came as fast as yeah. I could. I did t- t- a line. I was able. A line.
2: <laughs> I was like, I was in line for five people. There's only two left. You called me. I'm going to wait. I'm going to get it. And I did right. bring
0: you a croissant. Yes, I got you, that. you the I got you the
2: Madeline cookies that you love. Of course. Yeah, the chocolate dipped ones
1: (laughs) i don't uh i don't i can think i can count on one hand how many times i've went to starbucks
2: is that a normal thing
1: for you you a starbucksian
2: no i'm i like coffee i go to coffee shops but i need coffee and there's not like but i mean i tend to like Dunkin' or big b i I don't really like the roast on starbucks you a fan of kid coffee friend of the show uh, yeah, I love Kid Coffee. Fuck it's yeah. delicious.
1: <laughs> trying to get them as many shout-outs as possible. Hell they yeah. were so nice. I love Kid <laughs> Coffee. They're local, their, right? They're yeah, yeah. They're, we recorded uh, yeah. in uh, would which locate them? Uh, uh, the, the
0: one by Kings Island.
1: Yeah, in, Loveland or Kings yeah. or whatever. They yeah. let us just like set up shop, and they were super nice until they had to close, and they were like, "You have to leave yeah. you know? Oh.
0: <laughs> I always so we like recorded for another half hour.
2: <laughs> That's all right. Put them on. Give them shoutouts. Kid Coffee. Yeah, Kid Coffee. I will look for it and get it. And I, I'm out that way. Do you Sometimes. have any like uh, spots that you get coffee at that people may not have heard of?
1: Uh, you get around, bro. You find some holes in the wall that I'm I just do. like, who would put a comedy show in an alley behind <laughs> a fucking brunch place? And then you go to it and it's like, oh, uh, shit. Uh, All right. Uh, yeah. Wayne fine. did it again. All right. um,
2: <laughs> not really. I go to Sidewinder a lot just because I like going there with my daughter. Hell yeah. Um, but everybody knows Sidewinder. I don't particularly like it, but. I do like it now that they started <laughs> roasting their own beans. They used to there buy beans, and now recently, within the last two years, they started roasting their own beans, and it, the coffee quality is much, much better. See,
1: that's what yeah, everyone that's should cool. do with establishments. Mm-hmm. You go to a place that you only kind of like, and you make mild, passive-aggressive comments. I'm not saying you did yeah, that, no. no, but no, no, I'm, no. A, yeah, I'm a yeah. note on a napkin right, lever. Like right. You should roast your own beans. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And then two years later, finally, they might get right. the hint.
2: Um, baker's Table. I love Baker's Table. Never heard of them. It's I'll right. Literally, it like right over here. No, it's in Covington. Sorry. Okay. Close they have like enough. A nice, yeah, close enough. They have a nice restaurant and a coffee and bakery on the other side there. Pastries are dope. Their coffee's good. I, I think they get it from somebody else, but it's.
1: How do they yeah. feel about podcasts? <laughs>
2: Oh, I don't know.
0: (laughs) We can guess the same as everyone else. Yeah, mildly indifferent. Probably still, what's a podcast?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is it it about (laughs) murder? Are you talking about murder? Can you put it in a muffin? (laughs) Right.
0: It it is Covington, so they pull it up on their Windows 92. Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) HTTPS.
0: What was it
2: now? www. (laughs) forward slash forward slash.
0: (laughs) So
1: tell oh, us no. about bombs away, man. We kind of alluded to it with oh. the,
2: the back alley shows. Oh, you mean you mean the brand that this podcast should be housed under? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> legitimately, one hundred percent I don't have a house, but the the name of it's. i every time I see the name, I'm like, yeah, that's like exactly the podcast I would for bombs <laughs> away comedy. <laughs> Um, oh
1: yeah, happy to have you on the show Yeah, no, thanks, <laughs> thanks for having me um,
2: How long have you been, because you didn't start it, right? You weren't the original. No, yeah, so I started doing comedy I, between 12 and 13 years ago with the pandemic I have lost count, I don't yeah. care and Long enough that it's like almost embarrassing uh, <laughs> But I've been doing it and Bombs Away Comedy has been going, I guess again, like 8 to 9 years Maybe, okay. maybe 10 years um it was two guys that just love comedy. They produced shows at Mayday. They just did open mics at uh which is what now is Northside Yacht Club. Right. Oh, so in that right side on. room and then we started hosting some showcases and um Chandler always like I was like I can host this like he hated hosting it so I was like well I'll host it and you guys still do all the rest of shit. So we hosted it and everything was going great. Did a bunch of shows and then um josh maddie who did all of our like design work and soundboard and like did a lot of behind the scenes stuff just is very good at his job and right became a job guy you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. he, he didn't like, time. Oh, you have skills yeah. bye and, and chandler <laughs> like many people in this industry like had a kid and then yeah became yeah. a dad and um
1: that can kind of consume you.
2: What ultimately pulled him out is him and his wife moved to Minneapolis for a couple of years. Minneapolis
1: so, will consume you. Right. Yeah. So
2: they moved up there. <laughs> My wife and I actually rented their house out in north Northside when they left. So they didn't sell their house. They just rented oh, an apartment tight. up there. We rented their house. they And when they were gone. So then I had been using the Bombs Away name to try and do shows. And it's like a lot if you want to talk about failed shows i've got i got a bunch of them to talk about (laughs) um but we did a bunch of failed shows and then i kind of like just let it fizzle for a little bit didn't really know what to do still focusing on comedy and then you want to talk about jealousy i was at go bananas comedy club and a group of comedians were sitting there saying like making plans to bring back bombs away comedy and i just happened to walk into the conversation i was like yeah, that's a great idea. I do still do <laughs> I, we,
3: should de- do
2: I that. we definitely should have some shows if anyone would like to help me do some of yeah, this stuff. Yeah. That geez. would be awesome. It would be
1: tight if you came on board and helped.
2: So so then, like anything in life, uh is was best done out of spite. And I was like, fuck you all, I'm <laughs> doing <yeah>. this.
1: <laughs> spite so, is the fire that gets shit done.
2: Um, so then I was at the time God, I guess it was like four years ago. So uh we, there was an open mic hosted at Listerman, and they wanted to do shows, and Mike Holinski and I worked together to yeah. produce those shows at Listerman that were always good until they weren't. Um, yeah. And then Story Yeah, I remember. It. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah. Until all of a sudden, all it the
1: people weren't there no right. more for no like, reason what's
2: whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the did we do? comedy fans must It's not like it was the same people <laughs> right. every week, right? No, no. And then, uh, and then Andrew and I both got jobs bartending at Taft's Brewing Company. And then that's when we started doing the shows back there. And then Andrew was traveling a lot. So he just yeah. kind of pulled himself out. So yeah. I was just like running those shows,
0: shows there were amazing yeah, dude. Dude. those Lots are some fantastic so nights. much
2: fun it was a lot of fun uh a lot of work uh oh yeah I'm sure just a lot a, a lot, lot of work
0: to get what like 200 300 people out there 200
2: cha- just the whole promoting posters 200 chairs just I yeah. mean just set up 200 chairs, I've just. Put out
0: chairs before. <laughs> but, it yeah. was a lot of work and yeah. I did nothing else but,
2: <laughs> you know upgrading sound systems like right. putting out stage pieces just I mean it was a lot of work and I I had help from time to time there's always people that were willing to help and stuff but i always i'm a person that uh struggles with control issues so yeah, uh, yeah. it's like why what i'll just do it right <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah that way i know it's it's happening mm-hmm. when i want it to happen the way i want it to happen yep,
2: yep. and then yep. uh everything was rolling great we were doing shows everywhere we had like i mean seriously there were months i was looking back at the calendar and there's like months that we had 22 shows oh in my the month. yeah i remember
1: just those times open
2: mics and saturday showcases and shows downtown just a bunch of different stuff and it really wasn't tenable i did have help then so like people like kelly haran ran shows and yeah, deadman yeah. ran shows so i wasn't doing everything um, and then pandemic happened. Thankfully, uh, <laughs> Thank someone put God. the brakes
1: on this for me, please. I needed it. I needed, it. <laughs> yeah. I needed
2: time where nothing was happening, where I didn't feel like I was missing out on any opportunities. Cause it's a fucking right. pandemic.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and I live up by the comet North side and I'm very good friends there. And they had had comedy before and I'm always a guy. I never want to step on anyone's toes.
3: Right.
1: Yeah. So like,
2: I feel like there is a code of like, if a comedian's working with a venue, all comedy should go through that comedian. Right. Like if someone's doing a show, so there was a guy, Chris Tanner that ran a show at Comet. I literally never touched it. And he, ne- he never did shows there. He just never did shows. So <clears throat> during the pandemic, I asked Dave, I was like, we do, can we clean out this alley and do fucking shows outside? <laughs> uh, we had done shows at brunch and, you know, yeah. different things like that. Um, and I messaged Chris to make sure that was cool. He's like, yeah, I'm never doing it. So now we're pretty much housed at the Comet with little satellite shows here and there, but no real plans to, like, expand to what we were before. Yeah. If we have more shows during the week, we'll probably just do them at the Comet. Yeah. But I don't want to, like, overwhelm the Comet with comedy because it is such a music-centric venue. Right. So, like, music is their identity. We're hoping to make comedy a part of that identity yeah so. but
1: not overtake it in anyway like you're not trying to change <laughs> no. anything you're just trying to add and, and build right. you know a larger a larger thing
2: right yeah. we'll do comedy when there's not music that's yeah. kind of the deal and if we need to have go later and we can go outside we can go outside and music's inside there's never music outside because it's too loud for the neighborhood so
1: Dude, it's so easy man and we
2: start out with just like a little makeshift platform out there and it was kind of real janky looking <laughs> but then uh Last year, Dave built a giant gazebo stage yeah. out back, and uh, he put in some fire pits. We're taking the fire pits out because we want to put in more row seating.
1: Yeah, um, more butts and chairs. Who cares butts. if they're warm? It just
2: makes it difficult for <laughs> setup, honestly. Right. Um, and If you pack
1: them
0: in tight enough, they'll warm each other. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we'll,
1: we'll get tea light candles.
2: Well, and now that we've got it worked out with the music that we can do show. we do shows every Saturday there at 7.30. Music starts at 9, yeah. 9, 9.30.
0: You, comedy before music is the way to go. Oh
2: right there's never any after, other way. No, <laughs> nah,
1: don't do it after. don't do it in the middle. It's those are bad ideas. Make them laugh, then have them go get drinks and right. then break and then, their eardrums and
2: then they can talk about what they watched while there's music exactly. playing. like yeah. that's
0: so good. so, so it, good. It's an interesting problem to like I don't want to say be too successful, but to get too big like that. Right. Yeah, it's an infrastructure what, problem. What would you say was the biggest part of like promotion, and what led to that?
2: I mean, the it's just always that's the thing. It's kind of like having a kid. Like once you have a kid, it's like
0: oh, I know what you're talking.
2: Fuck, about. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on your announcement. Um, but the once,
0: actual mother doesn't know yet, but I will <laughs> collect her first. Uh,
2: but, <laughs> oh my God. But it's like it's just always. So it's like there's always a show. So never stopping. Yeah. Um, I'm working on ways. I've got like Bridget brought, I brought on to help out with a lot of that, like getting posters made. Like she's an incredible artist and makes really good posters yeah. for stuff. And that's like a huge part of my time. Now I just have to cut out pictures and put them on the posters and it yeah. takes me time. So I, now the, the biggest part of promotion was figuring out what the fuck to do. Yeah. That was the number one thing. Like just, I poured hundreds. I mean, maybe thousands of dollars into Facebook advertising. I don't think it's done a fucking thing. I am very sure it has absolutely done fucking <laughs> nothing. And they thank I, you
1: for every penny. Right,
0: it, it's my shows, I printed off a bunch of posters and spent like a full day, full two days just posting them everywhere I could. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I would go up to people in the show and I'd be like, oh, did you see our poster anywhere? And no one no has one. ever said no. Yeah, seen never,
1: yes. never. So it
0: makes sense. How often do you see a poster and you're like, I will go to that thing that I saw at the mall. right?
1: That's not that's like cassette tapes. They don't exist anymore unless you're in Louisville.
2: So if you just have a show, the number one way to promote it if we're, if we're going to get it in device. the number one if you you find a venue, the first thing is if anybody wants to do a show, you have to find a venue that's gonna fucking work with you. Yeah, do not force a show on a venue. If the venue acts like that, and you'll know within two times if it's gonna work. And if it doesn't work, you say, hey, I don't think this is a great spot for this. I'm gonna. I, I don't. I think we're just gonna end up hating each other. Let's no just harm, no down. foul. No harm, no foul. I just don't think it's working the way it wants. And they'll probably be like, okay, you know, because they they hate it. Do not yeah. force it. They have to want to do it because you need the bartenders that have their regulars there yep. every fucking day. They talk to this they, every regu- Every bartender on each day has a regular group of five to ten people. If they get. All of them there for a show. You got a fucking show. Yeah. You know, but you have to get the bartenders and the management and posters work in the venue and like next to it and on the street outside of it, outside of that, I think you're wasting your money. Yeah. Don't Um, make that
0: library trip to print off 500 of them. (laughs) Um,
2: And then. Where I've learned and where I'm actually now pouring my money into, not pouring, I'm putting money into, is
1: Placing Gingerly.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> just driving web traffic. So I've got a guy that 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 does, like, search engine optimization and stuff, working on BombsAwayComedy.com. Oh. I've got The comment listed as our address, and it's listed as a comedy club with our hours of when our shows are. Right. So now people can do Google reviews so they can pull up on businesses. Which is. So that if people type Cincinnati comedy, we come up in the, because we're a business, we come up in the searches faster. So we're not on the
3: fifth page of
2: Google. We're on the first page of Google. That's what we're working toward. Um, Starting, we got a blog started to drive like unique traffic to it. Um, I had started a thing called Get Started Sunday where I talked about, like, how do you start doing comedy? And I'm yeah. going to, that's going to ha- be the, like what we start the blog with is those posts and stuff like that. So I, it's all about web traffic. Yeah. Uh, I kind of fuck advertising and then posting on Instagram just so that if people look us up, it looks like we do stuff. You yeah, know, yeah, like
1: things are happening. It's not just a stagnant profile. It's right. like, well, did they stop doing shows two years ago? Right. Because that's yeah. when they stopped posting. Right.
2: It's, yeah. And it's like, honestly. If you think about it, I'm not go to Anna's Comedy Club trying to get 220 people into a showroom six times in a weekend. Yeah. Every weekend. I'm trying to get 35 to 70 people to come to a show once a week. Yeah. So Manage if I keep building f- followers and building people yeah. on Instagram that are not just comedians that like my post but like real people that are fans. I've got like seven people. Yeah, comedians no, are real people. No, but I've <laughs> got like, all. I've got like, I mean, if comedians come to shows, great, but I've got like seven or eight people that like, like everything that we post actual fans, actual fans, yeah. people that I know from shows that followed us after shows and they continually like our stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's, if I get 30 of those people and half of them come to every show, now I've got 15 people built into every single show. Yes. So consumers
1: um, of creativity, as opposed to creators. Of right. It. I mean, exactly. yeah. Support creators, other creators. Love creators. Love creators. For
2: sure. I love it when comedians show up. If you're good enough, I'll find a spot for you. If you're not, I'll be like, thanks for coming out. Here's a Bud Light or whatever. <laughs> uh,
1: you didn't have to give them that Bud Light. No, just to say,
2: no. <laughs> um, but but yeah i need
1: the normies like you need the normies
2: right if you're running a show and you're guilting comedians to not smoke outside so that there's five ten and not five people in your show you already fucked up somewhere you're else you're yeah, you fucked up a week ago exactly like, exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good insight man that's um, insane but it's just you got to be like consistent everything's got to be consistent yeah um i've been working a lot with like ticketing it's it's honestly kind of boring, but
1: I. <laughs> it's... Well, no, it's, it's I, the homework aspect right. of it. It's the it's the things that it's like, well, this will make it successful, even though it has nothing to do with anything fun.
0: Yeah, I've tried to think about show promotion and stuff and I stopped at, like, the posters and the Facebook invite. Yeah. And I would have yeah. never thought of, like, oh, this needs to be a business that people can find yeah. on Google. Yeah. Right.
1: Like, I'm just... Uh, once again, I'm just realizing that my dad is way more savvy than I ever gave him credit for. Six months ago, he sent me a picture of his business card as a pro santa uh-huh. and he said can you try searching my website i'm trying to see if it shows up
0: he was he grew up without the internet that's a bro forward
2: thinking <laughs> that's man. wild he built fuck.
1: a barn with his bare hands <laughs> right. and then he went next i will conquer web three <laughs> like he's one of, he's my fucking hero and he gets more amazing every single year but like I, God, I should talk to him more. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> call your dads. Yeah, guys. right.
1: Everybody, call your dad. You, you never know what kind of secrets they have.
2: <laughs> um, but then it's also like this is Santa <laughs> things that I'm changing. So before and during the pandemic, the shows were just monthly and kind of sporadically. Right. It wasn't even like the third month, third X of the month or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was always just trying to book as whoever was coming through town.
1: Oh yeah. So trying to flex it to like when, who's going to be where. Right. So now
2: I just stream. Now I think it's easier for the Comet that it's every Saturday, like the consistency at this venue matters. I wouldn't recommend going into every venue, trying to do a comedy show every single week with them off the rip. (laughs) It's rare. Like I wouldn't, unless it's part of their major programming, Right. Um
1: or that, they're coming to you because right. you have something they right. want. Right. They're like, Hey, back. we
2: want comedy every week. Right. You, we need you to make this happen. That's Here's, a conversation a venue needs right. to kind of start. Unless right. you
1: it's like with you where you've dealt with them for years right. and there's a relationship there. Yeah. Right.
2: Um, I'm actually going to the comet employee party today. I don't I don't work there. I just do <laughs> comedy shows. Yes. Um You're part of the fam. <laughs> and then and then the other thing that I like is unique about what I've done recently is um changing it to we used to just charge a flat ticket fee and i would change it based on what i owed the comedians but now it's just pay what you want so people can make reservations online they can pay online if they want to or they can show up at the door with cash or they can venmo us at the door or they can swipe their credit card at the door and pay us whatever they want for the comedy show dude that is so smart and it's because the comet doesn't typically charge a cover for stuff. The yeah. music is free. Right. So now I'm like, yeah, but the comet pays a lot more money for the music. <laughs> they yeah. don't give us as much money for the show. So just pay what you want for yeah. the show. And it's been going well. Yeah. I mean, Did that, that ever turn so around
0: smart. and bite you at all? Like, I
2: mean, I've only done it three times. Okay. Um, and I so what Pretty I and sample size. And I, mm-hmm. I don't care what I don't care about any of my secrets there's no secrets so it's like (laughs) the way i pay what i pay for those shows is the comic gives me money and i pay the headliners a guaranteed 75 bucks right i pay each performer 20 bucks if they're coming in from out of town they get 10 more dollars for gas right um the producer gets 50 bucks so if it's bridget she does or if i do it's me and i just kind of put it all back into bombs away um and then the headliner gets half of whatever is collected so half of venmo half of half right. of everything yeah on top of it so it's not some deals where like you get a guarantee versus percentage of the ticket sales
1: you're doing i'm both. just like
2: you get 75 and half of everything yeah Bombs Away has made money every single show. The headliners have been happy with what they you know, I. they're like, yeah, that's great. That's perfect for me to come on the road. They're regional people. Dude. But then I'm working toward getting bigger headliners, and those will be like a, a takeover. So we have Dave Stone coming up in April, and it's Dave Stone takes over Helltown. Hell yeah. And that's a $20 ticket because it's like, right. I mean, yeah. he's got credits. He's a guy, you know. Yeah. So, But
1: what you've set up here is you've set up a weekly show that people can come to and they can enjoy that show for free right. every single week yep. if they don't have the money to pay if for it. If
2: they don't have the money and they
1: just want to come watch
2: comedy. Then and then you
1: know, they win a scratch off. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what? I'm feeling great. I'm going to my favorite comedy spot yep. and I'm dropping 50 bucks in right. their bucket. Like right. you're creating situations for people to pay you back. Mm-hmm for putting on a show that they loved.
2: And it's wild last night for the show. We had some people buy them at 10 bucks a ticket. Every, every, uh, everybody that buys them online has paid $10 a ticket. That's amazing. Um, some people did 15, some people did 20, um, two weeks ago, someone did $50 a ticket just cause they, I think they were very wealthy. Um, one guy came in two weeks ago and him and his wife just sat down. They didn't have tickets. I sat them and, and, uh, I was like, yeah, just pay what you want, whatever. You can pay before the show, after the show. He's like, I'll pay you after the show. Make me laugh. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) But but after the show, it was like... Couple of 20s that he just See, like threw in. That's a good I'm time. Yeah. And as
1: long as you're doing your job right and you're putting right. funny people in front of these
3: folks, right. which you
1: always do, like I don't think I've ever been to a Bombs Away show where I was like, wow, they're really living up to the name.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it <laughs> never happens. happened. It, it happens from time to time, but you know, I'm okay. Most, uh,
1: All right. Let's get into the theme. Tell no, us about him, Wayne. No, I don't want to.
2: I don't like to call I don't want to call anyone. I'm totally kidding. No, Bringing totally other people's bombs. Here. Yeah. No,
1: we don't do that. We're yeah. nice about failure here. But
2: I'll be honest, like, the, I mean, not. I, I don't think I could thing. remember <laughs> them, but if we want to talk about failures, we could talk about failed shows. Yeah, let's talk, let's go back to those <laughs> early years. You <laughs> Since were talking you about
1: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, there was no one
1: shoehorning anything anywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what was it like in those early years when it was just you and you were just figuring it out?
2: So dude, it was it's fucking wild. Um, <laughs> I was doing stuff at Chameleon. I remember I wanted to start a show, which I still think would be a great show. I fucking swear to God, this is a killer show. <laughs> if somebody can pull this off, I, th- I think, I'm very sure I heard this from somebody else 50 years, whatever, a, a okay. bunch of years ago, maybe on a podcast mentioned. I don't think I originated this idea, um, but I couldn't figure out who had started it out in you know California or whatever to like, yeah. hey, can I do this in Cincinnati? Uh, it was called Comedy Wedding. And I wanted comedians to show up in their fanciest apparel.
0: That's good. And they
2: tell an old joke, a new joke, a borrowed joke, so cover somebody, and then they end with their bluest joke. How did that not work? <laughs> because I didn't know how to promote it. Dog. That, <laughs> <laughs> that is. Oh my god! I got goosebumps. Right. oh man well Aww. it takes a lot it's got to get comedians committed to it to dress up it's like a you have lot get a fancy thing holy shit yeah so um and just not just wasn't promoted i don't know i didn't know how to promote i knew how to come up with the ideas but i didn't know how to promote you got to do
1: it in the cincinnati club on garfield place you got to charge 150 dollars a <laughs> right. plate serve right. steak
0: send out invites to right. the people who bought tickets yeah yeah oh my God.
1: holy shit yeah Oh my God, marble.
2: Yeah, there's it just.
1: Was, oh God, I want that to be a real thing so yeah. goddamn bad. We did one and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did fine. the one go?
2: That's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, Saigon. And, dude, it was. I wanted it. it was, oh man, it was a big failure. And it was just like one of those things where I was like, all right oh that doesn't work <laughs> I'm done yep. uh you know there was a time where i was always trying to do like kind of at shoehorn a couple gimmicks into it to make it more fun yeah maybe that'll get somebody in and it's really more for the comedians you know to be like like everything mm-hmm. i do is to make the comedians have a good time so is if i know that the comedians are enjoying the show and having a good time then the show's gonna trickle be down That's yep. all that matters you yep. know like i make sure the audience is set i don't you know I worry about where chairs are, make sure people can actually like sit down and all that kind of stuff. And, but otherwise I'm a, it's all to make the comedians have as much fun as possible. So, um, that's also an interesting philosophy. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I mean, you would think that it's like, well, the people buying the tickets are the point, right? Right. Well, but we're not like, no, one's making a lot of money. Contrary to past rumors. (laughs) I don't make $7,000 from promoting shows. Um, I have promise you if you really <laughs> wanted me to go through and pull up receipts, I'm probably a bad show promoter because I probably have <laughs> lost money over this, but I do that because and I sounds like a humble thing. I do pay the comedians too much. Like nobody pays 20 bucks a spot no. in town no. regularly all the time. It's no, a, mm-hmm. go banana, clubs, no, clubs, non clubs, non clubs. Right. Yeah.
1: It's a good distinction um, to make. Yeah.
2: And some might, I, I, uh Seamer does Seamer pays really well for his shows. Uh, and VA, did it. We did his show when he's back in town at the Village Tavern, he paid really well for but that it, one too.
1: It's a matter of volume. Like the guys that you just mentioned run like one or two shows and you were running like mm-hmm. 30 or so in a month and right. you're in it, if it wasn't an open mic you were right. paying folks yes. 20, 20 yes. bucks a pop yes. it didn't matter Yes yes, yes. So yes. like yeah it's a matter of volume it's like like
2: 20 bucks you got you should get 20 bucks Being untenable <laughs> like you mentioned earlier starts to make a little more sense Here's 12.50 <laughs> <laughs> you know like <laughs> Oh I have a math everybody gets 10% and you get 12.39 yeah, right, right right I have a it's just twenty bucks. Here's my spreadsheet. Yeah, whatever. No, just yeah, here, twenty dollars. Here.
1: Here's gas money and cigarettes if right. you're into that.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> um,
0: just a loose cigarette.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's always it's always good to like yeah. So I, that, the where were we?
1: I think that I don't know, but I'm oh, jumping ship to another jump idea. To I want. think you single handedly have been like. A lot of folks validation to be like the first money that was put in their hand to do comedy. I think yeah. that's like, probably
2: cool. I think I I think I'd probably in Cincinnati have paid a lot of giving people stage time before yeah. most people like like valuable stage time. You know, yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Here's I don't want to down talk anyone's shows because all uh, I, there's a ton of really great shows. And for sure. Yeah. There's also been a lot of like stinker shows where it's like, I'm sitting right here. (laughs) Your shows? Come on. You ran that open mic at max.
0: Which was a lot of fun. I don't know how good it was for the venue. Wild. The, the times. comics had a great
1: time, which we just discussed. Is the point, right? Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. That's that's all you want out of an open mic. I yeah. mean, were they in danger? Maybe. That's not my responsibility. Once with a cane, that might be my responsibility. That's p- <laughs> right. No, so, but it is a really good feeling when you book someone, and then you realize they hadn't been booked before, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is my first right. time on a book yeah. show!" I made all these right. posts, and then feel like Jesus, calm right. down. It's just it's not that great. Of- <laughs> yeah, right. But you're <laughs> but giving them
1: feeling. something that's giving them like you know validation and right. encouragement. Right, money in your hand for something that
2: like you've been doing for possibly years. Right. without
1: yeah. that. Right.
2: right. Well, and it's like. Once you get booked on a show, you can get booked on more shows because people see they were booked on a show.
1: Oh, yeah. That's right. Wayne you took know? a chance on him. Maybe right. I'll, yeah. maybe oh, I'll maybe invite I'll him to oh, the garage. Yeah, or, yeah you know, exactly. Whatever. Or whatever.
2: Yeah. yeah. They've been on a show. Yeah. Because uh, I just, the you have to be able to do five minutes. You ha- I have yeah. to be able to see that you can do five minutes and I can put you on a show. Not everybody has to do 10 minutes. You can do five minutes. Yeah. And I'll still pay 20 bucks. Get up we'll there. Your rock your shit. Yeah. Pop down. Right. Here's your 20. Right. Just, Just do, do it. Also a Bud Light. Right. I'll book. I'll book <laughs> you for what I think you can do without without like being embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what you should do. You know.
3: Yeah.
1: Have you ever hate booked anybody? Just be mm-hmm. like.
2: That's See, good. I no. have, and I feel bad about it to this no. day. <laughs> no. no people I hate don't get booked. They can get fucked.
1: Hell yeah! That's the way it should be,
2: brother. Holy shit! Yeah. People, are like, yeah, no, I don't, uh, no, I don't need. Neg- I don't need ne- why would I invite negativity I into know, my I house? Like
1: God, what a good. Philosophy. I
2: want. I want. P- I want good people that are fun. Yeah. That want to be around people that appreciate doing shows. It's not an opportunity. I, you know, I, I book shows, but I need comedians to do shows. You know, right? So yeah. it's like I can't be like, oh, I'll go fuck all of you because I actually like, like we need. I need. I need. <laughs> you. I can't just run shows without a towner. That's fucking crazy. You got to have locals. <laughs> So well, but maybe,
1: just maybe, you could run a show with strictly out of towners.
2: I did do that. <laughs> oh God, of course you did. I did. I did it at uh, at Three Points Brewing that's now Braxton up in Pendleton. Oh, it was yeah. called Get Out of Town and they had a good budget. And I I was like, What if we just what if I just call one person out of town and be like, You get this much money, bring three people Yeah, roll with a yeah. posse, dog. Yeah. Come in town.
1: Yeah, did it work? It worked. Yeah, Hell it was yeah. great. It but
2: worked till it didn't. It worked till it didn't. Everywhere, classic comedy. <laughs> all of them work till they don't. That's the thing about yeah, every yeah. show. It works till it doesn't. When right. it doesn't work, that's fine. It's time for a refresh. Right. I've refreshed this show like three times now.
0: It's a weird mindset to think of that as a failure, which is where I w- I come from. And then. When something stops working, it just means it ran its course. Right, so yeah, yeah. you had a good time. And some right. things
2: run their course for a long time. Yeah, and some don't. Yeah, you know, it's just a, you know, comedy wedding was one show <laughs> <laughs> ran that goddamn <laughs> course. <laughs> Dude, that course was fucking run over.
1: So now the weekly show uh, at the Comet is yeah. is called Helltown.
2: Helltown. Yep.
1: What was it before?
2: So. When we started doing comedy, Chris Seamer and I ran a show there called biscuits and gravy, which was the brunch show. show. Hell yeah. Broad Um, daylight comedy, broad daylight brunch show. And the whole impetus behind that was whoever's headlining go bananas. Hey, do you want to have free lunch, make 50 bucks and do 30 minutes. And almost all of them were like, fuck. Yes, of course. Right. Wouldn't they? And then I just put on whoever else is on the show that weekend, like come down, hang out, right? Like put on a couple other comedians. Like again, Made no money. We just we got 150 bucks from the comment and just paid it out. We didn't even take tips. We didn't do anything. It's such a good hang though. It was just like let's fucking hang out. 50 bucks for the headliner. Everybody else on the show splits this hundred bucks and calls it a day. And we all got free brunch out of it.
1: I would do it for (laughs) the biscuits and gravy. Exactly. Are you
2: fucking kidding me? I love biscuits and gravy.
1: (laughs) How many how many shows did you have with it under that format?
2: Uh, we did a bunch. We did it for a couple of years, actually. Um, and we had like Sean Patton and Al Jackson. Yeah. And, um, tons of people. God, I couldn't even remember. I could go back and look through. Uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, the most wild one was the uh, Seneca Stone, Colin Chamberlain, and Ray Zawadney from Pittsburgh were in town. And they did a show at Tafts the night before. And then we did biscuits and gravy the next day. And Seneca was like up. On the ledge, <laughs> on the big picture window, banging on the window, and I see Dave, the owner of the Comet, just like looking at him and like, "Oh, cool! This is when it all gets ruined. This, yeah, is, when, this is this is the is, end of me." This, oh, cool! He's gonna fly through that, and it's a fifty thousand dollar window, and and uh, can you please? And this was two minutes into his set; he was doing fifteen minutes. Right? <laughs> So like I can't give him the light. It's not been long enough that I could be like, oh, he's not keeping track of time. Get him yeah, the fuck right, off yeah. stage.
0: <laughs> to walk God. outside uh, where everyone could see you and give him the light from the street, yeah. right?
2: And uh, none of that, buddy. None of that. Um But yeah, that was monthly. It's fun. Yeah. I loved that. Was
0: it tough to get people out to the like that midday show?
2: No, because we would just ambush the people that were there because they're always go. so packed. Yep. Comments like brunch is so so packed all the time. Yeah. That was like. Yeah, if you want to eat these biscuits and gravy, you gotta to listen to us, motherfucker. Like, Guerrilla <laughs> <laughs> tactics and eggs. Guess what? It doesn't cost you anything, but also you have to listen to us. Yeah, no, there's a cost. Um, but it's in, you know, it's in well because it's like there's little things you can do to show to make it do well. Yeah, just like adjust the lights. Right. Have music beforehand and the lights don't even have to be perfect that, you just it have to right. make. <laughs> it's empty. Okay.
1: You just have to make an adjustment. You just get a There's cl- a change that could, has to happen.
2: You could yeah. spend. Yes, you have to make a change. You yeah. Have, and honestly, the best way to do it is if you have to turn the lights off in the room and get a clamp light from Lowe's. It costs twenty dollars with a light bulb and a clamp light. Yeah. Twenty five bucks. <laughs> I think I just broke that one. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, hey, yeah, they break all the time. Bucks.
1: You can have mine.
2: <laughs> right. But you just clamp it somewhere and yeah. run an extension cord, a spotlight, and you got a fucking comedy show.
1: So easy. Dude,
0: one thing I've noticed is not having music after a show feels super weird. Because you yep. cut the mic, you're like, thanks, everybody, and just dead and then, silence. Yeah, you, and you just walk like, off. What? We- and
1: then no one wants to come <laughs> back because that's the last impression yep. you leave them yep. with yes. yep. is awkwardness as opposed to letting them ruminate about all the funny things they just heard.
2: At, at, uh, <sighs> so, yeah, we started biscuits and gravy and then um, Jeff Tate and I ran a free comedy class there, which might eventually come back.
1: I think it should
2: because that was a great idea, and it was just free, and it was basically like, "Oh, you're the interested-
1: best idea part." Of, like, that's the best part of it is that it was free. Just show up and learn something from people yeah. that actually know what they're talking you're in- about.
2: You're interested in doing comedy, okay? I don't want to hear your jokes. Here's how you do it. Here's a right. spotlight. This is what it's like to have a spotlight. Talking to a microphone. Listen <laughs> to yourself talking to a microphone. Right Dude, now, it's like how your jokes.
0: Letting people see how bright the light is before they try and do a set of go bananas. It's almost is cheating. Valuable. It's uh, almost it's, cheating. I mean,
2: every everybody that's never been on stage before, especially for the contest, yeah. for those people they should just be like, yes. get there early and go stand on stage and say your name into a microphone and stare at the lights.
3: Yep.
1: That's do all that. I got to do. Or go buy a $25 light, hang it in a closet and right. look up at into
2: it. And right. just be Like this is what it's
1: like.
0: Damn. These this lights is, what- is bright. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Always. It's the name of my new podcast. I'm sure it's already. I'm sure it's already named. Um, so we were there. We were doing that. I would host different shows there, and then the pandemic kind of happened. Um, but I, when we were doing biscuits and gravy, I was still doing like laughs at Tafts,
1: right? Yeah. And we were
2: still doing stuff on Thursdays down at the Righteous Room. Yep. Um, we had started doing stuff at Cobblestone down in OTR. Yep. Um, and then, uh, pandemic happened. Which, and, then, and then the second part of the pandemic happened, and then <laughs> and,
0: and, and the thing happening. is,
2: the comet like didn't even open for carry out for a very long time. So like they really yeah the, uh, for a while like they were very COVID conscious, which yeah. I appreciate because yeah. he, it's a staff, family staff. Um, but he has this the comets on the corner uh, of Hamilton and Ott, and there are th- three more. B- storefronts next to it that are all along the same building and so the comet the ot goes down the hill so behind the comet the basement walks out and there's um an alleyway there that has a staircase up to the decks so you can go into the comet. So the it's grotto. kind of attached it's and we call it the grotto because on one side is all bamboo Yeah, that dave the owner maintains every year to have a giant bamboo wall um oh i forgot even the best part so off of the grotto, underneath the comet, there's a basement, and we did speakeasy shows there. So I would get, like, Dave Ross and, like, bigger comedians, but we could fit 20 people in the show. That was it. It was, oh, like, it was $20, dude. but it was 20 people. Like, that was it. And we would do two shows. We would do an early show and a second show so we could get 40 people in there. They were all sold out all the time. That's of so course. Cool. It's so uh, easy. It was awesome. We call it speakeasy comedy. We did a bunch of those. Secret lineup, unless it was a named headliner. Um, those will probably come back in the fall.
1: Absolutely. They um, should.
2: And then, so we did the grotto. I was like, can we just do a show back here? And it's just like a shotgun alleyway. There's a house next to it. The house next to it's full of industry people. They fucking love it. They come sit on their driveway that goes to the back and just get the free show. Yes, they do. Um, I've seen that. Yeah. Shit. They, they just rage. <laughs> they love it.
1: Um, so like just to, just to put something in perspective for the audience, like, yeah, it's great to have a venue that you've got a great relationship with the bartenders and the management. Right. That's key. But you have something particularly special. You're surrounded by people that get it.
2: Yes, Northside. That's that's people magical. That could
0: make noise complaints, but instead enjoy
2: yeah. the enjoy show. The show. exactly exactly. They, they just, just strap in Northside. Yeah, they'll be done by nine, and that's fine.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's that's such a magical element to what you've got going mm-hmm. on at the Comet. So what what happened next? What was so, the next evolution? So then
2: the next evolution is we. This was uh, we kept doing what we called comedy in the grotto even once a month through the winter and fall, but it was inside. Yeah. It always bothered me that we were calling it comedy in the grotto, but God we were inside, marketing. you know, but <laughs> yeah. it's like the name is great when you're outside, but right. when four months in a row is inclement weather and we're inside, it's like, okay, how do we change this? So I wanted to change the name. So Dave and I were at the Comet and we're, and you know, Dave is North Sider through and through. He's owned the Comet for 25 years. Everything in Northside is called Helltown because Northside used to be called Helltown. Okay, back in the day, back in like the 1800s, because it was where all the rap scallions lived. It was where all the rowdy bars, like it was. You'd go and you're going to get in a fight, all all of that, like all up and down Hamilton. Island was just bars that were fighting, and because uh, part cool of the
0: history, yeah,
2: right. <laughs> it used to be like a meat packing district as well, so a lot of like meat and industry was done here. So then, when people got off work, they would go to the bars, get hammered, fight. Like it was just. Um, and Clifton is Clifftown because it's higher. So this was like oh, the dregs. Shit. This was the Mill Valley. Okay. So the poor people always lived in the valley. Gotcha. Um, and so the rich people would call it Helltown as like a don't go to Helltown. Yeah, Town yeah. So they could thing. literally look down on them too. And,
0: and this was like a, like around what
1: time? Like the like, 1800s. Like okay, 1800s. gotcha.
2: And so I like the name now to it because... Northside's still full of people that a lot of Cincinnati think are like ne'er do wells and like rap scallions and like punks and stuff. We got they're just of, artists, but they're just artists. it's all it, it is. It's just artists and gay folks. You it's know, it's honestly, is. I mean, it's 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 and then and then families like mine that are yeah. just like we don't want our child to grow up in Madeira like us. We would like our child to grow with like in a city of yeah. some sort. You know, like that's kind of what what we want. Ingrained
1: as opposed to detached. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I wanted to rebrand the show to a name. So there's a show out in L.A. and also in Denver called Faded, which is a well-known show. The guys that do all fantasy everything are attached to that show, Faded L.A. and Faded Denver. And I just love the name Faded. I think it's such a fucking great name for a show. So I wanted a one-word name. That's what I wanted. Um, I actually waffled back and forth between Helltown and Hecktown. Because I didn't know if like Helltown would get caught up in an algorithm type bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Um, but after talking to Bridget, the co-producer, and Dave, the owner of the comedy, they were all like, "Yeah, let's do Helltown." So, and then Bridget made this like super bright, sunny, like North Side <laughs> so look at poster. So good, dude! I with, love like, the poster. A Black Lives Matter <laughs> <laughs> fist on it, and a Pride flag, and all that stuff. And it's like a rainbow. And it says Helltown like on it. Um, it's one of my favorite posters ever. So, so we did that. So that then i can say hey we're opening up the grotto stage so we can do right. like different events throughout the year um i kind of want to do that show and call it "Smoke 'Em if you got and make it like a weed themed show, <laughs> we show i've got all these ideas it's hell just a yeah. matter of execution so. right
0: i popped into like the first Helltown. no mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't the first and i had to leave like immediately after mm-hmm. but it was packed out yeah like, there wasn't unless you wanted to sit in the bar in the other room there wasn't room to sit no <laughs> hell yeah dude. At all
2: three shows we've had every seat filled people standing there's bands that are loading in because they pretty much come in and hook up and start playing right away when we're done. And they're all like sitting right there at the door watching. Like they, I mean, people in the bar watching comedy last night was probably 55 to 60 people. And there's probably 70 people in the bar.
0: Yeah. That's another great thing about Northside. They're just so supportive because everybody's Mm -hmm. doing something creative. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Creative folks supporting other creators. Exactly. Yeah.
2: That's exactly right.
1: So when did the controversy start?
2: Oh Jesus, (laughs) motherfucker! (laughs) I'm gonna act like I didn't know that this was coming. (laughs) Um, Ironically, say
0: I heard Lauren's secondhand account
2: and missed the whole thing. Yeah, (laughs) it all got deleted. I don't know all of it. I'm never.
1: I never have my thumb on the pulse of anything. So So, the fact that I caught this, I feel really, really informed.
2: um, (laughs) And I'm I'm gonna say this without like saying names, like I perfectly fine. I just,
0: Actually, I'd prefer that. Okay, cool. I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't want to. I'm saying like no names of anything. Perfectly nothing. fine. Nothing. Yeah. And um, and I'll say this like going into it like I am past it. But so I was working with somebody. Uh, and, uh we've we've collaborated on comedy stuff throughout the city uh, often. Um, and a couple of years ago, we were working on trying to plan a comedy festival, probably in Northside, and the name came up of Helltown comedy festival. And then we wrote like in a notes app, like a couple of like possible dates, like,
1: yeah, just some, we're going to have a hayride,
2: maybe just some brainstormings, but really nothing much else. That was it. And then that was it. We never talked about it again or anything. And that, that was it. And this was, like January before the pandemic started. Right. Right. Which from what you're
0: saying happens to you fairly often. You got like a laundry list of shows, right? Like
2: I, I, I talk to people all the time, for example, like Callie or Kylie and Gretchen started a show called the FOMO show, which is a female only show that I, they said, Hey, we'd love to do this. I'm like, great. Here's what I need from you to like, we're doing this, blah, blah, blah. And they follow through with everything and it's a great show. So, um, so anyway, you know, I, I thought nothing of it because nothing happened of it. And uh, then two years later, I put out on a Monday, like, hey, this new show, it's this week. It's Helltown, blah, 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 blah. The person I collaborated with sent me a text message and said, hey, like, I, I told you that as like my name, like, I still wanted to use that name Uh and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember that conversation. I remember the conversation now because I've been reminded of the conversation, but right. I genuinely did not know the conversation. I was like, I'm really sorry. Like that name came up organically. Uh, I can rebrand it. I've got everything up for March. I made all the posters. Everything's up. All the events are up. Like it was literally like six or seven hours worth of work to do like a whole month at a time right? Um, from scratch. And uh, I was like, but l- uh, let me think on it. I-, I can have it done by April. No real response on yay or nay, um, to be fair. And then I said, well, I was, I was like, what if we change it to Hectown? Would you be mad? Like, I'm not doing that sarcastically. It was, And he's like, great name. I think that's awesome for you. Perfect. Got a plan. I've got Bridget, who does our posters, working. I texted her. I was like, what do you think about Hecktown? Do you want to do something different? Cum- Cumminsville is the name that used to be n- Northside is Cumminsville is what it used to be called. <laughs> okay. So I thought like Com- Cumminsville comedy night or something like I was yeah. trying to tie in different names and she loved heck Town, So she's working on it. That was a Monday on Thursday. I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning to a Facebook post from this person with me tagged, taking screenshots of the text messages that I also would have screenshotted to show that I was like, in the right on this right yeah um like calling me out as like a dirty person like always sneaky blah 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 all this bullshit and then there's people that i've never met like calling me out like oh he fucking knew he stole that blah 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 and and this person's going through and like you know just keeps talking more and more shit like saying more and more stuff and and i'm like trying to call him and talk to him like an adult like i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna fight in facebook comments like i'm not yeah you know i just like wrote a comment i was like i this is not my recollection of this blah 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 we've talked about this like i told you that i would change it the person said that i that they never agreed to me changing it that was their constant comment when people would come in to defend me and i was like yeah but you never disagreed either like right. you didn't say no that plan doesn't work with me I'm not going to let you steal my show name for a month which also the stealing of the show name I'll just say Helltown is the nickname for fucking Northside right They're, Helltown is above the fire department there's a place called Helltown Bazaar there's like a Helltown <laughs> pet hospital like there's like five things called Helltown and in he's Northside. in
0: litigation with all of them right, right? He, he's right.
2: Um, <laughs> so if the show was like this person's super special friend show for his friends only. And that was the name. And I came up with like Wayne Mehmet, super special friend show for his friends. Only if it was like way more specific, I think there's more legs to stand on, but also there wasn't anything developed. And also we were planning a comedy festival and not a a weekly showcase. Right. So um, I kind of people that I knew were trying to defend me. He was responding and then blocking them. So they couldn't even read the (laughs) response. (laughs) <laughs> um he was just blocking everything.
1: Way to fucking make a
2: narrative, brother. I know. I had I had friends uh that would that were just continually sending me screenshots and stuff like that. Right. Through all of that, leaders in Northside, Dave, as well as like other people in Northside that were friends with were like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like this is not the way to handle this. We're all yeah. like um and uh so all of those people were like I think you were in the right to potentially change a nail i think you whatever like if you didn't want to cause. i don't want to cause a rift in the comedy scene like i don't want to yeah this person still collaborates with comedy shows sometimes i don't want people to think that you that there's like beef between us. I, I want people, comedians don't have to shouldn't have to fucking worry about that shit. Right. Like yeah. you shouldn't be like, oh if I do Wayne's show, can I not do this other show? Or like right. you know, like I, I I don't fucking care. Do yeah. that, do that show. Do this show. Do whatever show. I don't care. Do all the shows. Do all the shows. <laughs> if you can get booked on a show, fucking do the show. Right. Uh and if I have you booked for a show and then a club comes calling and offers you offers you weekend. Yeah, fucking cancel my show. Right. Like go cancel. make more money. I'll go find some asshole to do 10 right. minutes. It's totally fucking <laughs> fine. There's uh, a lot of assholes with 10 minutes right so uh so so anyway i you know i the post eventually got removed but just like all i did was anybody's name that i had commented that had commented like tearing me down there's some people that one guy said that like he not a comedian or north anymore but he didn't know like like one time me and the company i represented didn't hold up our end of the bargain and this is a person i one of the only people i was actually friends with on facebook so I messaged him. I was like, what can I ask what this was? I don't remember ever working with you. We had never written each other anything on Facebook and I do all of my business on Facebook messaging. Yeah. Um, keeps a record. And, <laughs> and all the person wrote back was Tafts. Cause I used to like work for Tafts. Right. And then I was like, can you like add any more detail? And then right. there's been no comment ever since. So it clearly wasn't that big of a deal, but yeah. you know, comedians were like, Whoa, like under that, whatever. Um, But I blocked all the people that commented, including this person, so they'll never see it. Yeah. They'll never see the show. Yeah. It, to them, the show doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> it never comes up. They you never see I post it. the problem anything. for them. It's very easy. You yeah. never fucking see it. Now the show is dead to you. Um, <laughs> and people ask me, are you going to change the show name? Absolutely not. No. No, after not, all that. No, after all that. I, I would have. I was, we were working on changing the show name because I don't want riffs. And, you know, right. this yeah. person was a friend of mine, even though I disagreed with the way that he went about it. But once you make public posts like facebook posts like that kind of shit like go fuck yourself right dude like he show me the fucking trademark and then i'll change my show name right right good luck getting helltown trademarked well here's the other thing you You were already
1: (laughs) you were already changing the show
2: name and then he and and i was a part of the initial conversation of two people planning the comedy festival where the show name came from right right So So technically,
1: technically, you're 33% in the right, unarguably. Right. right. And the other 70, math... (laughs) is I I still right. give you the benefit of the doubt on everything. A, I saw the screenshots. And
2: I'm not a I'm not yeah. a malicious person. I'm not here to like try, right. you know, people I'm not making money off of this. I promise. I promise <laughs> We've been through the numbers. I sell beer and I'm very good at that and that's how I make my money. And My wife Hell makes yeah. a lot more than me cuz she's very good at her job. <laughs> and that's fucking it. So I have an envelope of cash that's called Bombs Away Comedy. If you want it, you can come have $300. Like I don't <laughs> like <laughs> (laughs) cool i just made enough money as bombs away comedy to pay the person that updated our website you know hell yeah yeah.
0: success (laughs) in the black
2: holy so it's just it's just what sucks about it the most is i just don't want riff because there's like another riff from another rumor it's almost two years to the day where someone said i got paid six thousand dollars to promote a bogart show and then didn't pay the local performers on there But I had the receipts. I lost $300 because I'd paid $150 to help promote the show because I wanted Bogarts to, like, have me promote their shows. Right. You were trying
1: to get in there. And then they
2: never got artist contracts, so I paid those artists out of my own pocket on top of that as well, plus got them rebooked at the Bogarts for upcoming shows where they were going to book them on an artist contract and double pay them to make up for this past show. But the rumor still got put out, and I... Was commenting not because it didn't even name me, and I was like commenting, and then finally the person in the comment was like, "Dude, it's fucking you," and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, I made six thousand dollars. That's fucking sick. (laughs) Like I've never, yeah, dude, it was wild." And and that person is highly respected in the community, and I just, yeah, it sucks because I know that there are people that really respect that person, and they probably won't work with me because, and this person is someone that I would love to book often, but
1: listen to every episode we've ever done put the whole story together because it's
2: all there i mean if anybody wants to ask me i'll say it and like i'll tell them in person not over text messages i will gladly tell anybody any of the names in person but you're not i'm not going to record it Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no i respect that for sure but also people that are friends or work with any of these people they could still work with me that's totally fine you're allowed to be friends with those people like, no one should get pulled up into any shit that I'm pulled into just because you want to do my fucking comedy show. It's just a show. Just comedy show. It's just a comedy show.
1: It's just a comedy just show. A
2: comedy show. It's, it's supposed not that big to be of a deal. fun, guys. Far,
1: <laughs> primarily for the performers. We've discussed
2: yeah. that. But,
0: <laughs> so it's what, trickle down. The audience yeah, gets right. the leftover yeah. for. But what
2: I've learned from, you know, it's always learning. So now after yeah. that first rumor, now I just, I keep meticulous books. So if someone wants to call me, I'll fucking screenshot the books and be like, here's how much money we made from right. every show. Here's every performer that we paid out. We pay them all out. Yeah. The Thank biggest you. mistake I get is that sometimes... Uh, you know, on Sunday morning, I get distracted and forget to send the Venmo, so I send it on Monday. You know, like that's yeah. like the kind I'd of I'd
1: say that's that's arguably and it happens okay. <laughs> maybe more often than
2: it should, because we don't always have cash on hand at the right. show, and I just you know like. So whatever.
1: Hey, man, it takes a day to get shit out of a bank account right. into Venmo right? and then to another person. And I have
2: to run everything through a Bombs Away bank account because it's a business. I can't right. run it through my personal bank account.
1: Because like, then the IRS will put their dick in you.
2: Right. Then <laughs> they, can take, <laughs> then they can take all of my money.
1: They got so, a big dick, too. Like, yeah, they'll put it in <laughs> without asking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Fuck, man. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks to have. But I also, people have said, like, if you don't have people mad at you, you're probably not doing it right. Yeah. yeah if facts. you
0: do something...
2: At Eventually, least one
0: person's going to have a problem. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. Especially if you're doing it well, right? Because you're always going to have at least one person. And I'm not saying that any of the people that we've mentioned up until this point fall into this category, but you're always no. going to have haters right. that just hate on you for doing good.
2: I could say firmly, the first person we talked about does hate me now. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> for sure. The person who I stole helltown from. Wayne hate in his I heart. think that person <laughs> probably does hate me now. So
1: that's all right. He can live in his own helltown. It just
2: sucks because I was also, uh, I still technically am. And I don't want to give away... T- I'm still technically, like, collaborating with this person.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: And I don't really want to. But it's such a good opportunity for comedians that I don't want to pull myself out from it. Right. God, and, and what pissed me the most up is he would never actually fucking use the name Helltown for anything. He's never <laughs> doing, he would never do it. That's the thing that pisses me off the most. Is he would never do it. And, and he, right. he might say he would, he, ne- he would never do it. Right. So... Yeah. Ambition and gumption.
0: I've had exchanges with people where they weren't thrilled about stuff, I think. Yeah. But I just, that bothers me so much that I always want to like talk directly to the person. And even if it's just us being like, well, I think a different way, I still want to be like, I care about you. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. There's empathy there. And once you lose that, that's when everything breaks down.
2: I think there might be a path forward with a second person that I mentioned, but it, I'm not going to be the first person to make the step forward. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to go along the journey, but
1: yeah, you're not going to be one to start the car.
2: I got too much other shit going on. I got a daughter. I got a job. I got this yeah. show. That's awesome. You know, like, priorities in that order. <laughs>
0: you would me both brother. <laughs> yeah. I, was,
2: I can't wait for your son or daughter. To be born.
0: Yeah. I need to check up on the the sex of the baby before I <laughs> before I do that <laughs> transaction.
2: <laughs> uh but the next oh shit so Oh, uh, it's Lee Kimbrell on my fucking Facebook.
0: Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, Lee. <laughs>
2: Hi, Lee. Uh, uh, no, look no up way. his
0: special, actually. Actually, <laughs> two dude, dude Holy tonight, shit. I'm,
2: tonight's earmarked for after, like, the... I don't give a shit about the last basketball game tonight, so I'm like, I'm putting uh, Lee's special as my Dude, you will I'm not, not, not be way. disappointed. I know. It looks so awesome.
1: I, I started it. I got 10 minutes into it, and then I preemptively texted him, and I was like, yo, bro, good hour. Not realizing that it wasn't a full hour. <laughs>
2: no. So I I watched it twice to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> it was an hour to me. Yeah, but if you say hour, they know it's special. Yeah, and right. Yeah, that, yeah, fucking yeah. terminology. No one does an hour anymore. Yeah, no dude. one wants to sit and watch an hour of comedy. I'll watch Lee twice, though. I'll God damn Lee it. Twice, for sure. <laughs> dude, this week, I might just turn my turn my sound down and just let that thing go on repeat. Yeah, right. Here you go, brother. Get you some streams. So... Um <gasps> Holy shit, dog. Well, Wayne, dude, yeah. thank you so much for sharing yeah. your story, Do you guys man. have any other questions or anything that uh, you want? I mean, did Do you have any more
0: questions? I'm I, not, did I, you have a personal bomb you wanted to get out of the way real quick? Oh, like or,
2: where I've just failed?
0: Yeah, yeah, or just like we on can, stage performing oh. a, any worse shows come to mind?
2: I mean, I could tell you the worst show that's ever happened. I wouldn't consider it a bomb because it was just the worst fucking show. No, I have two. I have two. I have two. <laughs> yes!
3: I have two. Love it. So
2: I worked at a, I was a year maybe into comedy and I, this was one of those, I've been that's doing comedy a year spot. shows. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Baby. This is like, <laughs> Hey, I could do a comedy show. <laughs> So I worked at this little bar and restaurant out in Newtown. Like, nobody, no, no, it's no easy way to get there. There's not anything. Yep. There wasn't a lot of customers. And I was like, well, let's do a comedy show here. So I got my friend and very funny comedian, Joe Shelby, to come out. And I oh, was there. I love Joe Shelby. <laughs> and we're out on the patio on the veranda with, you know, 20 chairs set up. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ambitious
2: and, and the owner and the one lady that works there uh, sat down in the chairs, and that was it. Oh my god, <laughs> yes! And they still wanted yes. the show. Uh, Hell yeah, so, they did. Uh, it was the worst <laughs> comedy experience, and honestly, <laughs> I probably should have quit comedy and promoted after that. Like, I probably should have. Uh, I think that might be the first show I've ever produced, too. If I, I, I don't real. remember, I don't, I'm not really good at remembering like key moments of yeah. my life yeah, or whatever. The time I, but i think that might have been the first <laughs> show i ever produced that's um, so good and probably the most embarrassed i ever was i don't know embarrassed i was way down on myself for this so i let's see i guess it would have been six years ago so i was probably seven years into comedy i was working at the chameleon doing shows there and it was my 30th birthday on a thursday and i was like or no it was it was before my 30th Uh, maybe it was like the night before it was a birthday my 30th birthday i was hosting i was like "Fuck it!" i run a bunch of shows for a bunch of people i want a headline yeah i'm gonna headline my birthday show and it's my birthday and of course people will come to my birthday show why wouldn't they come to Uh, my birthday show
0: this hurts already
2: (laughs) so painful danny tamborelli reed failer and uh, andrew short were in town doing their Weezer cover band at Motor and everyone thought that that was a better uh, call. And so uh, there was four comedians booked for the show and after 30 minutes of the show should have been going on and it wasn't, they were like, hey, can we like go to Motor? No! And I was like, yeah, of course. And (laughs) I packed up and went home and that was... Oh the, my God. the worst the most embarrassing uh worst ever show ever ever <laughs> zero 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 people oh, showed I up not know. even family not friends for not your birthday, my birthday yeah show.
0: And it's it's <laughs> enough to not have people show up to your birthday i've had that happen before right right but, uh, for a, a show. show?
2: Right. It's like, and it was like my first time headlining something. Yes, I was putting myself up to do it, but I was like, oh, I mean it's a Wednesday night at community. Who cares? It's yeah. not like a big like I'm headlining go bananas. Right. I'm not considering myself a headliner now. <laughs> like, just like I just want to do 20 minutes in front of my friends and family Yeah, and come n- out. None out of my free. It was free. <laughs> free. There's no tickets. I didn't charge anything. <laughs> But just like a to Weezer, you Weezer cover home band. I mean, to the Blue album. Uh, <laughs> what sucks is I would have gone to that had it not been my right. fucking birthday show. I also would have been a motor watching that. You couldn't
1: even bail out and go enjoy it. You had
2: to go. No, and I definitely wasn't going to (laughs) go. Of course I for sure wasn't going to go and be like, why weren't you?
0: What's up, assholes? Had people like,
2: oh, how was your birthday show? This is it. This is my birthday show Yeah, yeah, yeah. We pivoted. Yeah, we're here. We're watching this as my birthday show. Pull the string. I I wasn't mentally stable. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Just
2: singing an ethereal Weezer cover song on my way home. (laughs) holy Uh, shit that was fun oh god that was Uh, the worst
1: so what's what's coming up in the future dog Uh,
2: so coming up i'm very excited for kylie and gretchen's show the fomo show Oh, i heard the
0: first one was a banger first one
2: was fun the room was pretty full it wasn't like super packed but it was very full on a tuesday night for the first one so it's every second and fourth tuesday uh they have a bucket spot um guys are encouraged to sign up for the bucket spot and they always have like something that someone has to do during their set. So Sarah Noshang won the bucket spot and had to wear like a light up rim cowboy hat and yeah. chug a beer before doing the <laughs> set or something like Hell that. Yeah. So uh, it's way fun. I think it's going to get more and more wild as they get their legs, but I'm also like, can I teach someone to do a show? That's kind of what this right. is. Can I teach someone to do a show at a venue that I trust and it's going to be successful? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they have a lot of great ideas and I'm helping guide them, but I want them to know like, this is their show. Yeah. Their show. I, it's, it's, it's under bombs away just so that it's cause it's at the comet. That's right. yeah. the only reason I don't take any money from it. Any money they make, like it's a free show. They get tips. They get paid from the bar. I take zero from it. I told them I was like, If you guys get to the point where you're making a thousand dollars a show, then Papa bombs away. I'll take a little. That's the line. If you were getting a thousand dollars a show through sponsorship or tips, right? Then we could talk. Until then, it's all yours. So uh, I'm very excited about that. And then Chris Weir is this? uh, When does this come out? This will be out uh, this Friday. Friday. Friday? Okay. Tomorrow, Chris Weir is headlining at uh at uh, Helltown at the Comet. He is taping his special in two weeks. Hell yeah. So I'm he's been performing it everywhere. So I'm sure you're just gonna get to see his special. It's gonna be awesome. And what a boy. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And oh then my god. And in April, everything will be by the time you hear this, everything will be on at bombsawaycomedy.com/slash helltown. Um, you can just go there. It has all the information where to go, where to park, buy tickets. Uh, but next month we have Jared Kasselbaum coming through. Gwen Sunkel is headlining Mandy McKelvey, Dave stone. Um, and then Jake Ford and Ella Horwitz. I can't remember her last name. I'm sorry, but, uh, <laughs> those guys are also headlining. So we have a bunch of really fun shows. Hell yeah. Um, more to come in May and April. I know I've just got, uh, Michael, Michael Palisak will be coming back. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited. Um, yeah come to a show
1: yeah go to go, the comet
2: go go to the comet if it happens to be when a comedy show is that'd be great i recommend making reservations because the seats fill up right you can literally make a reservation for zero dollars and then show up and pay what you want at the door it's totally fine um you don't lose your seat if you didn't pay enough when someone wants to pay for it's not that <laughs> kind of thing if you reserve 10 tickets for zero dollars you will have 10 seats there we're auctioning off uh, seats yeah <laughs> So, um, but come to the comment. It's a nice, easy thing. Uh, everything's on bombsawaycomedy.com slash Helltown. Even like where to park, like how to get there, all all kinds of that. You make um, it so easy. I try. I'm trying my fucking best. <laughs> 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 oh. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Well, so, hell yeah, dude. Dude, thank you guys for coming. Yeah, thank, thank you. So thank much. you for coming to my podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Um, Oh, my God, you got the name right. (laughs) He can have it. Did I get it right?
0: You yeah, did. You did. Okay. And if you use that, I will not post on Facebook that you stole it I won't,
2: I won't. I won't. But if I ever start a podcast network, I will reach out to you guys. Oh, dude, please. I am not going to do that. <laughs> oh, do more work for even less money? No, oh, thank you. Yeah, the old Wayne Mimic yeah. special. Hey, Sheath Underwear, can you sponsor this podcast, please? <laughs> we need something to tug our balls. Is um, that where we end it? So. Perfect. <laughs> i <laughs>